0: Welcome to M3 by Mermaid Method, with me, your host, Brianna Beaver. In each episode, I get to sit down with a wide variety of experts to talk about the three core M's, movement, mindset, and medicine, derived from my own personal experiences as a business owner, coach, and health advocate. Armed with inner strength and fierce compassion, my mission is to see you succeed. My goal for this show is to equip you with all the tools you need to thrive in our ever-evolving world, reminding you that you have a choice in determining your destination. So join me for another fascinating episode as we dive deep into all things movement, mindset and medicine. Welcome to M3. Your journey to wellness starts here.
1: So as I'm sitting here excited for tomorrow's release and launch of M3 podcast, I can't believe that we were able to make this happen as an action plan in less than three weeks. So from the moment I decided to move forward with this, create the process, and decide to follow through with the process, we're launching in 20 days from that moment. And now in less than maybe six hours. So as I'm sitting here on a nice, quiet, Sunday evening to myself, I can't help but sit with my thoughts. And it's a human process. It's a journey that we get to explore day in and day out throughout different parts of our lives. But as I'm going into this launch and several people that I've already gotten the opportunity to interview, including myself, and having the privilege of Sitting down with everyone and being vulnerable with them and asking them to get deeper with their thoughts and their experiences and some of their pains and other people's pains and uh, necessarily maybe even joy, but also things that are very personal and for myself included. When we're talking about these things, our voices might crack, we might trip up on the words that we're saying. I notice in my prior episode as it's already being released tomorrow and so many others. It's something that I decided this is what we're going through with. This is the real truth. This is who I am, who I get to interview, who they are. And I believe that these are amazing people and they come with positive intentions and pure love. So as I'm sitting here, overthinking all the things that I could be changing to make it better, at least we get to make this a start. And we get to go from action plan to launch in 20 days. How beautiful is that? Well, (laughs) now I'm looking at this book in front of me. Stop Overthinking by Nick Trenton is a book that I read when I was on my way to Hawaii. I I read it on the plane ride there. It was such an easy read. Super short book. You could probably read it in a day. And it has over 23 techniques to relieve stress, stop negative spirals, declutter your mind, and allow you to focus on the present. And as we are humanly programmed for survival, it hasn't been until recent that we have been able to shift ourselves to programming for happiness. And because we have decided to program for happiness and survival is no longer our forefront, and happiness is, we naturally generate the problem behind it. Because we have a desire for it, we naturally generate a problem behind it. So we as humans, a program to problem solve. We see something, we want to understand it. If we don't understand it, we present it as a problem. And these problems that we want to try to fix can be amplified with trauma or triggers or other situations that made us feel like we need to better it because of a personal pressure. And that all depends on our daily habits and how we may feed our thoughts and possibly our anxieties. So this could be from scrolling through social media too often, not eating well, not drinking enough water, poor sleep cycles, negative internal dialogue, how you speak to yourself and knowing that stress is not a bad thing. There's stress or good stress which is the normal everyday pressure that inspires us and challenges us to be better. And then there's hypostress, which occurs when we aren't being challenged enough by our environment. So psychologist Sarah Elderman explains that stress is something in the environment and external pressure is pressure that we put on ourselves. So anxiety is different. and We generate anxiety. Anxiety is not brought on to us. We have a way of how we react to what is presented to us. If there is a problem, how we perceive it to be a problem is really that opportunity to de-stress from it right away, detach from it, however it may be, to not let it be a pressure upon self. So I love that I've had my own practice with cognitive behavioral therapy. These techniques really work. They help make the mind understand a different way of thinking. And this is really important, not only for temporary distraction, but ultimately a different viewpoint or outlook on life and ability to evolve. So I'll share my three favorite techniques. And remember this book has 23 techniques that you can choose from, but I really love these that I've implemented, practiced on my own, and I really believe do work. So, the four A's of stress management. Number one is to avoid. It is definitely possible to avoid a situation. And that's not saying avoiding the difficult conversations that you know you need to have. And I've been hearing this a lot lately as a boss and having employees and knowing, recognizing the difficult conversations like a parent or or anybody in a partnership or relationship would need to have. The difficult conversations are so good and so healthy. But if you've already played out how that difficult conversation could go, if it doesn't sound healthy or it sounds like something that you would prefer to avoid because it causes too much stress On yourself to even have that conversation, which again, you really have to remember, could things be better if we just talked about it? Ask yourself that. If you really believe that things could be better if two people or three or so talked about it? Yes. Now we can't control everything in life, but we can arrange our circumstances so that we don't have to be in stressful surroundings or with stressful people. So remember that you can avoid things As so be, but if you can't avoid it, then you might be able to find a way to at least change the situation or alter it. So number two is to alter. You have options of asking others to change their behavior. So if you don't like something, speak up about it. And this is something I'm still learning for myself as well is even last night when I went out with my friends um I love that I got to hang out with one of my friends closely and we just kind of said at the beginning of the night, "Hey, everybody's kind of doing their own thing. Everybody's kind of partnered up and honestly like coupled up. And I'm just with my girlfriend like hanging out as friends." And so I'm like, "You know what? Let's be each other's dates tonight and like we'll be the buddy system." And for us it was like a situation of if we didn't like something, if we didn't like a vibe, If we don't like the energy that we were in, let's just change it. And it's not at that point where we wanted to avoid being at the dance club. We wanted to be with our friends. Absolutely. So if there was ever a moment where maybe it got too cold or the song wasn't right or, you know, just a vibe shift, we need to go get some water. We would go do that. You just go change your vibe. Easy as that. So you can always speak up about something if you want it to be changed. And if you need somebody to change their way, it's okay to ask them. People do not always agree or they might not. So if they are not willing to change or if the situation can't change, then you might need to accept. And that's the third A. So if you can't really alter the situation, learn how to accept things That you may not like meaning it's okay to dislike something So what if you dislike it? It's your feelings and rather than fighting yourself on that truth. It's okay to feel those feelings acknowledge it own those emotions and let's just say for example uh, the book gives you an example of like your ex-boyfriend breaks up with you and texts you like hey, I don't want to be together anymore and You can't do anything about that. You can't change the way somebody else feels but you can accept it and in that ultimately creates the long-term number four a so hopefully you try to get past avoiding avoiding is great temporary to me that's a short-term opportunity for quote-unquote survival but really avoiding overthinking so if you just don't want to think about it avoid it short-term but in the long term you need to learn how to adapt from the things that you must accept if you can't alter them, okay, and especially if you can't avoid them. So, adapting means that we might not necessarily agree, but we can come to terms with what we can't realistically change, which in the long term, again, is making more lasting changes to our worldviews, our goals, our perceptions, and our expectations. So this to me is a great process of shifting your point of view. Like it it says to have these four steps right here into a long-term process. You have the short-term, start with avoiding, go into altering, try to accept and learn to adopt. Another technique that I really love is stress diaries and journals. And recently I have learned this. And I actually am now realizing the book even explains it too, that you have journals where you're able to think out and process the thoughts as they flow. And diaries are more of documentations of the actions as they flow. So your actions are representation of your external worlds, your diaries, how you Wake up and do your daily routines, your schedule, your work, you know, picking up your kids from school, days of the weeks that you are meal prepping, what you put into your mouth every day, tracking through, you know, macro tracker apps and training logs with your trainer on your strength training days, your cardio, your activity steps. Those are all diaries. Those are activities that are tracking your outside environment. Your journal tracks your inner world your journal tracks, your feelings, your thoughts, your creativity, your world that gets to come out into this one. As you put into this, I love the idea of a stress diary and a stress journal being two separate journals. You can have as many journals as you want. I explained it in here already and I believe it's absolutely okay. I hope to to do a whole episode on why you need to journal because I I just listened to one from my therapist about it and I love her perspective on it. And I also love learning about the difference between journaling and diary. And I have a journal dedicated to one person that I write letters to every day and another one for my thoughts, inspiration, creativity, and another one for myself to remind myself of the things that might steer me off track in my path and my goals. And then I have another one for all my dreams and aspirations and the person that I hope to look back on in the future. And that's the one journal that I hope to read in the future and say, we did it. That to me is a journal and those can come in other ways through sticky notes vision boards. It doesn't have to be just words. Same thing with diaries. You can check off things. You can put pictures, put a sticker, but try to find a way that you can process and understand. Cause again, we are the problem solvers trying to understand ourselves. This gives you an opportunity to understand yourself through your patterns, through your repetitions and your habits. That might shape your overthinking process. And number three, I really love this technique. And I'm questioning, maybe again, me overthinking. I'm questioning why the 54321 grounding technique starts with our sight and ends with our taste. And I think I have a theory about this. I'm curious, maybe I'll do some research on it and share this later but the five, four, three, two, one grounding technique is something that is needed for immediate relief. So stress diaries and journals are are great. The four A's are great, but I talked about how four A's really work best in long-term situations and stress diaries and journals. You need to see the patterns and repetitions over time. This is documentation recording. Science takes time. And then grounding technique, immediate response. So you need to unhook yourself from your worry track. That is the goal of the grounding technique. And this starts with your five senses because the brain goes all over the place. We can be everywhere in different worlds all at once, but the body and our five senses that we know of, could be more, but really that we've heightened on, the five senses are only ever one place in the present. And these are practiced as five things that you can see in your environment. So this is where I believe that it starts with the sense of needing to understand our external world. The five things that you can see in your environment, four things that you can feel and touch, three things that you can hear. I'm curious to know if our Speed of light is faster than our nerve senses. How quickly we can see something through sight versus through our fingers touching hot, cold, our senses, nerves. And then three, like I said, things you can hear. I know that the speed of sound is slower than the speed of light. Two, things that you can smell. And then one thing that you can taste, thinking about the internal world. Now, I'm just going to give this as a practice because I really love this one. And something I try to do is I'm either in my car or I'm sitting on the beach. And I'd like to give the example of sitting on the beach because there's a lot more to explore with, it's a lot quicker to get to that place of grounding. So five things that you can see in your environment. I see the ocean. I see the pier. I see palm trees. I see a dog running. I see two people holding hands, walking on the beach. Now I'm to four things that I can feel and touch. I've gotten to the point where I've taken my shoes off. I'm sitting on the sand, my hands and my fingers are just dragging through side to side, like little Zen gardens. And that right there makes me feel like I can feel the air around me and I can feel the ground beneath me. Another thing is the sun, ideally, you want to feel the sun if you can, but I love feeling the sun above me. And hopefully the fourth thing, you can maybe dip your toes in the water. You might be able to feel the clothing flapping against your body. And as you get to that moment of presence, you start to hear the birds chirping, the dog barking, the waves crashing. And then you can smell the ocean. I love to smell the ocean. Maybe you can even smell the cup of coffee in your hand because that's something I do like to take with me, which leads me to the last one, my taste. I'm addicted to coffee and as I'm realizing this, (laughs) but the taste of coffee to me is peace because that is my comfort cup that I know brings me back to self. When I wake up in the morning, I feel like I'm reset like a program. Like we just hit the restart button on the computer and here begins a new bidding. Here begins a new opportunity. And with that day and that opportunity, we get the chance to make it better. So as I'm sitting here trying not to overthink, I'm stoked that the launch is tomorrow. And I can't wait to share this one with you. Shortly, just two days after. So I'm going to be pumping these out. Looks like we are recording more and more throughout this. And uh, we have our upcoming retreat, June 23rd through 25th. We will have, uh, we only have four spots left for the overnight and about a handful of spots as well left for the day of on June 24th in San Diego in Sunset Clips. It's about an eight plus hour event on Saturday. Tons of amazing people are coming. We're having Team 3XT dancing. Glute Squad is coming to do a strong lifting seminar. We also have our friends DJing. They just DJed last night. That's who we got to go see. And it was a really big crowd. We also get to have relationship speakers and sex health. and a lot of divine femininity brought into this. This is to me focused on building our inner power, our inner strength, our inner worlds with positive vibes. So that way we can continue to vibrate that onto others with gentleness, with compassion and continued hope. I love you all. I hope that this sends some sort of help your way. And maybe you get to try one of these. If you do, let me know. I hope to hear from you all as you continue to find peace in your life, as do I. Until the next episode.
0: Thank you for joining me on another episode as we learned and explored all things movement, mindset, and medicine. As always, my goal for each episode of this podcast is to share innovative tools and techniques to help you thrive and find stability with your overall health and personal development alongside the growth of the world around us. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or someone you know that could benefit from hearing the important messages shared. It means the world to hear your thoughts. So please rate and review as this helps us reach more people and provide feedback as to how we can better help you. Make sure to check out our website, www.mermaidmethod.com to learn more about our upcoming events, eco-friendly products and coaching programs. Now let's make massive waves together.